You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. A journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of imagination. Your next stop, the Twilight Zone. Sorry, was that loud? No. Okay. Hi, everybody. It is this is our Thanksgiving episode? Are we, are we in Japan right now? I uh, God willing. Follow me on Can on Twitter to see what's going on. God, what's happening in America? Oh man, what if we're dead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, then oh, this episode God. would never come out. You'd, you'd have to send it live. I figure you'll finish it before we go to Japan. But Probably you'll press live. Probably. So. But with, I'll last, do it in your memory. Who, Otherwise, this will just be a lost episode that they'll find after you're dead. Like Tyler will publish, <laughs> and, and then he can. Oh man, Wait, he'll no, do it. We through. will be dead, Henry. That's we'll not be just dead. Me. Okay, but Tyler Wilde will publish it. Well, mm. I'm not on the same flight as you. So. I think. Oh. Yeah, I thought the Laser Time people had to fly on different planes. Oh, I was thinking. Or, uh, <laughs> I was thinking ground level terrorism. Oh. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Laser Time, the internet's fourth leading pop culture podcast. Uh, just a. Shitty goof about. I have no idea. I'm not. I'm not on, um, at my best today. But that's why we have other people with me. I'm Chris Antista, and the other people on the show are Dave Rudden, Bob Mackie. Oh wait. Oh, oh yeah. Wait. I was waiting for the. Wow, I, yeah. Bob Mackie. Now expect it. And I'm Henry Gilbert. Yeah. Uh, Henry. Yeah. Turkey so, man. <laughs> last last year, you and Ray uh, joined us for a Turkey Day show. Yeah, where one we of my did, favorite podcasts that we we did. What? What did we talk about? Uh, MST three K. And, and we, I think we just all wanted to do that again. Oh, for you, God's sake! Yes, but we can't. But we wanted to talk about uh, <laughs> TV marathons. It's such a well, yeah. The, the, I wish I had been on that episode because I'm also a huge Misty. It was a crowded house. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, I know. It was a five man show. That I day. would say listen to it because there's there's one moment where I swear if Ray were a slightly different person he would have punched me in the face. Wow. Uh, it, it, oh, he, it was he when you so said offended. you were more of a Joel or you're a Mike than over Joel, dude. No, no. I think it was Tra- uh, Bill Corbett over Trace. Oh, okay. And uh, <laughs> I am. I'm. I, kind of go that way too honestly it's, like I, it's, it's to me a completely different character so it's not like yeah. i'm picking either or i just yeah. i love what corbett turned crow into which mm-hmm. is an antagonistic asshole yeah, yeah. he was a, he was very sweet with trey hold on we <laughs> we are doing a show about marathons mostly television marathons and we brought that up because the the biggest marathon for all of us was mst3k's turkey day does anybody remember what you know what happened to know what year it started I yeah. guess it would have been like season four or three or something I will when they had enough episodes. But so, well, the, they had all those episodes because, like, they just had so much content because Comedy Central was starved for content. All they had were were cheap uh, videos of people Saturday performing stand-up, SNL reruns, the worst <laughs> movies ever. They had, they had HBO's MST3. library of stand-up comedy. That was yeah. kind of how they launched themselves. It seemed like they played... Gallagher, Gallagher more than anyone else. Yeah, yeah or at least when those played, I was like, okay, this is the two hours a day. I'm not watching. So I'm so thankful I would see those things on the video shelves and like, mom, dad, can we? Like, no. So I never knew what Gallagher was ever. So then, so then the first show they really produced, like one of their first ever original shows, mm-hmm. is. Two hours an episode, yeah. twenty-two episodes at a time. Uh, here, we'll let we'll, there's we'll, just so much content. And every Thanksgiving, because my my town didn't have Comedy Central, I waited mm-hmm. at Comcast like people wait for concert tickets when they <laughs> announced they were they were giving Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. They were bestowing it to us. My grandparents did in an old folks' village in Ocala. 
they had Comedy Central and the capital of the city, the state did not. I have no idea why that was. They had Comedy Central and you're bored as shit. You're at your grandparents' house. Their channels are weird. The Nostalgia Network? What the fuck is that? <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, but then this, this glorious thing would come on. I'll let them explain. Hit it, Pendulette. Here's a special Thanksgiving hymn come, 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 come. from Comedy Central. We gather together to watch cheesy movies at Comedy Central on Thanksgiving Day. At Mystery Science Theater 3000, it's 30 straight hours and it's called Turkey Day. Catch Turkey Day all day Thanksgiving here. At Comedy Central. Hey, how come he doesn't have to sing? He's in the union. (laughs) (laughs) I think only two of those Turkey Days they actually made sketches for because it was too much work. Yeah, one of them was just Adam West. Adam West introduced every episode. Oh, sorry. Oh, another one, they they, they had like a Thanksgiving dinner at like the internet fans' house. So they got all the best fans of the internet of MST3K in the early days of the internet, like 95 or 94. And those people, if you watch those clips now, they are still writing about MST3K on the internet. I think. Oh, really? Like the the satellite news? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sadly, news. Sampo, yeah, the, info the, the info club. The info club. Did yeah, and I also remember they. If you looked in the episode guides, they had Turkey Day. They had a couple Turkey Day episodes, like mm-hmm. season the first episode of season seven. Night of the Blood has Beast. a Turkey Day variant of just all the all the interstitials are Turkey Day things of uh, Mrs. Forrester. They changed the plot around. Yeah, Mrs. Forrester was having a uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, party and then a bunch of the recurring characters came to Torgo I think was there and then they cancelled it <laughs> yeah and it was it was a start of six episodes a six, six episode episodes season. season why even do it well, yeah like, they said they said they were but they did hit like the showbiz lottery because Comedy Central re-upped their order mm-hmm. for 24 three seasons of 24 episodes Comedy Central does South Park <laughs> does 17 episodes a year mm. that's it 24 episodes a year two hours each uh, it's yeah. guaranteeing you work for, and, 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 and they like oh, we, we were talking to someone about that was it Cat about she was Eden Prairie yeah it was like it was like the rich part of that neighborhood or is that, is that what you mean it's just like well, a yeah, bunch of office they, parks or? well when I think about it they got this incredibly lucrative TV contract and they're like the only show in the universe that like yeah, we never really went to L.A. all that much. Yeah, yeah. And that's why no one really interfered with us because we were in Minnesota. There's What TV show is shot out of Minnesota that doesn't air in a local affiliate? Uh, like, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. So I have to imagine they're getting, like, sweet, sweet Hollywood money living in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Well, they always said the best part was you just got... I, I remember Kevin Murphy, the who played Tom Servo, mm-hmm. saying that one of the best things was that they were just so removed from L.A. that, yeah. like, they didn't get shitty notes. Like, they... Now, with teleconferencing and all that, they probably wouldn't get all those notes. But, like, back then, they had to fly to Minnesota. And what dude from L.A. wants to hire... To fly to Minnesota... And, and go to the Heartland to, to tell people what to do with their r- puppets. That is like, a flyover state, not a yeah. fly-to state. And if you actually watch The Incredible Melting Man, which is a great episode, I don't think it's on DVD, but no, uh, all of the sketches are about them movie. making their movie. Um, oh, really? The movie. Man, watch that again. You can see how much contempt they have for L.A. people. Because yeah. throughout the entire uh, episode, Dr. Forrester and uh, Mrs. Forrester are playing executives. And they have just like, they're drinking bottles of water. They have bottles like like water cooler bottles strapped to their back. Yeah, yeah. They're making all these asinine yeah. notes. You could tell like these are the people we hate. We don't want to become mm. them. Yeah, they ruined our movie. Yeah, like we had. To, uh, but but okay. Yeah. So the Turkey Day Marathon, <laughs> it, was it was this magical thing where it was just you knew you could just sit in yep. one place yep. on a day that you had off, like and 
and you could avoid your family or just be like, all right, I'll eat this, I'll eat this turkey, but mystery, then I'm going to sit in front of this mystery. <laughs> and I don't want, to, I don't want to make this another mystery science theater three thousand show. It is one of my favorite shows. It, if you watch it, you can see the roots of who I am and what I find <laughs> funny. Um, and I was introduced to it through Turkey Day. Period. Hmm. That I love that about it. That, that's one. That's how I felt. Here's a show. I kind of like this. Here's thirty more hours. Yeah, you mar- can't imagine. Yeah. Marathons were great for advertising shows well, like that. Before we get it, um, before we get into more TV marathon talk, I wanted to ask you guys and uh, you people listening, what was the last show you binge watched on via Netflix or mm. a digitally versatile disc? Let's say. Mm. Uh, well, I guess it was Broad City. I, oh, I God, just, the first that show was fucking great. Uh, well, it was combo together. It was just review uh, with Forrest McNeil mm-hmm. and Broad City. Both came to the Broad City, who, is, uh, Amazon Prime. It's one of the best comedies on television. It's they're, right now. It's amazing. They're both incredible. They're it's, both so good. But, reviews, re- reviews fine, but like Broad City <laughs> blew me away. These are Looney Tunes characters. Uh, wandering around, and they're Brooklyn. just like fresh people. Like if, 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 like I had never heard of Abby and Ilana before. Ilana before, like, no idea. Just so and just this more lady oral sex jokes on television, <laughs> better. Yeah, and and just about their dildos and getting high and all that weird stuff. It's so. <laughs> Or that, like, somebody could say, like, we touched boobs, and then that, like, freaks the other character out. Like, yeah, and, and it, I just watched them all in a row and then started back over again. Just like, I want to see. And same with the, same with the review with Forrest McNeil. Mm-hmm. I just, That's great. I binge-watched that, for sure. Bob, you binge-watched anything? I hate to bring us back to a familiar subject, but oh, uh, Rick and Morty. Oh, nice. Uh, I, didn't want, I didn't watch it when it first came out, because mm-hmm. I was like, they made a series based on that weird short I mean the yeah. short was funny but how do you make that into a show yeah. so I, I downloaded all of them and I watched one and then I watched all the rest over the next two days so alright yeah. that's yeah. That, that's Dave you binge watching uh, mine's way less impressive I, I mean I talked about The Walking Dead mm-hmm. on um, Ch- or, uh, Cape Crisis but True. Uh, along with that like the same time they also dumped the final season of how I Met Your Mother, which oh, I was goodness. little just watching, like, I'm at the finish. I'm so close to the end of the finish line, I might as well just watch it, even though I knew, I had found out what the, the twist was. And Pretty dumb. Yeah. And, yeah. It, it was stalking. That's how I met her, right? Uh, well, mm-hmm. we don't want to spoil it for yeah. people. <laughs> but Somebody I, got mad at me when I spoiled it. So I, well, oh, yeah. Well, because she died? Mm. <laughs> Somebody's a ghost. <laughs> uh, but also an, an idiot abroad, which is actually really good. Oh, that's, that's the, kind of funny. Yeah. I, I, that's, I, I think wanna, Carl Pilkington is one of the funniest like human beings. Oh well, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. uh, the last one I did. It recently Netflix dumped, as they tend to do, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and I on uh, the new season. And it's just very easy. Mm-hmm. They're like bedtime stories for adults, like seventeen <laughs> to twenty minutes. Just put one on and that autoplay thing. Yeah. Jesus Christ! If your streaming service doesn't autoplay, uh, mm-hmm. people, it's I will. I, I can't. I'm, I'm powerless against yeah. autoplay. Like if they get, just go right into it. And Netflix even skips the intro now. Yeah, and wow, like we'll start. Okay. We'll we'll yeah, just go straight to the other show. I think binge watching is not good. Mm. I'm sure there's medical reasons <clears throat> or like yeah. psychological reasons why it's not good, and people Blood have written clots, about that. Yeah. I more like I don't remember or care remember fondly any show I've been binge watched on Netflix. Yeah, I think uh, I, I read an argument against that uh, for. Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. Like, that Orange is the New Black is overrated. And not like that I actually haven't watched season two yet because I, have, I, I haven't set aside the time to binge watch it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want, I haven't set aside 13 hours yet. Mm-hmm. But the, I watched the first season, I really loved it. But then this article pointed out, like, 
Well, you don't have any time to think about it. Like, you mm. just move yeah. on to the next episode and, and just keep the dramatized cycle going. I did that with House of Cards, too. And, like, oh, that thing. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it was just, it was one setting while I built a, a, an Ikea shelf. I just Yeah, you don't have a whole background. week. Like, that's, I do think that's the difference with, like, uh, you know, Breaking Bad. The final season and, of Breaking Bad, like, blew everybody's mind. It's because you had to think yes. about it for a week. We were, yeah. we were living that experience together live. And that, it was an, an interesting notion of that uh, was The Simpsons streaming uh, yeah. the Simpsons marathon that came on Every it was the first time the entire country was watching the same Simpsons episode at the same time mm-hmm. we've never been allowed to do that and it was it was a phenomenon on Twitter people are mm. oh my god oh my god and like I, I, I think they hit a ratings high with a, a one where Marge is Marge versus Itchy and Scratchy wow mm-hmm. ratings really? high yeah, okay. yeah. Wow. ratings high with that one and I yeah, if you don't have FXX now, steal it from somebody. I need to mm-hmm. I needed somebody's app password because I want I want to stream that. I think at least bed. with the like, they need to write for binge watching. If they're going, yes. if they know ahead yeah. of time, it's going to be released as a full thing because that is what they did with the rest of the. And they did that with BoJack Horseman. Yeah, totally. BoJack Horseman is really great, and you think it's. I thought it was going to be some like surreal Adult Swim kind of thing, but it's got a sweet continuity to it mm-hmm. eventually that that emerges, and it it does seem like it's written mm-hmm. to be binge watched. Yeah, if you watch the first episode of BoJack Horseman you might think like eh it's an okay adult Mm -hmm. swim ripoff but it really it grows into its own thing it really is about just like depression and just like malaise (laughs) and and unhappiness and and settling and just having you like well I settled Uh, I think I just want more people to like watch something I'll wait for it to come on DVD and watch the first season like I don't think that's the best way to experience <laughs> yeah. a show and I I, just Breaking Bad being part of a cultural phenomenon talking about what happened the next day I don't watch sports and sports is like the last thing that like you gotta watch it now you <laughs> yeah. gotta watch it live with everyone and I, I want television I do want appointment viewing for, mm-hmm. for the nation I want, to, I, want, I want to see that is there anything on TV right now I don't watch any dramas at the moment Ah, uh, God, I don't uh, know. Uh, no, pretty uh, much. No, I mean, oh boy. they just, uh, well, the new season of Newsroom has begun. So, oh, yeah. no. Oh, shit, that's right. They're going to deal with the Boston bombings, so that'll be great. I saw that news they're, story. They're going like, to cover it right. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a news story with that headline. I'm like, why is this a news story? <laughs> Fictional show to tackle real-life events? Who cares? Yeah, I don't know. It's... <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, I read is this, this a controversy? I read a great article saying the real problem in news newsroom is one that Aaron Sorkin always has, which is like exposition as dialogue. It's just mm. like everybody just exposits all the time. Nobody's the villain because everybody's actually great underneath it all. Yeah. And, I, but I think, and binge watching has lessened the importance of the marathon. I love the marathon. Yeah. I love the marathon. And I was looking into uh, other marathons that are on television. The, the, the one I think is the the most long-standing one. Does anybody have any guesses? Twilight Zone. It is definitely the Twilight yeah, Zone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as best I could tell, it, it began as early as 1980. Mm-hmm. In 1980, on either a New York or L.A. station. WPIX, Dave? Yeah, WPIX, Channel 11. Uh, KTLA in L.A. I think still does it, because they, they have a promo somewhere. I thought I, I, thought I grabbed it. Um, but I fucking love the Twilight Zone. And I love that sci-fi... They, DC Sci-Fi came out and apologized for deviating so far away from oh, Sci-Fi. Really? It's like we really need to go <laughs> back. Because uh, sci- like they deviated from Sci-Fi, changed their name, and then right, what happens after that? 
Sci-fi and fantasy is huge now. No, that is, <laughs> and they don't yeah. do it anymore. Well, it makes you wonder if like they were ruining it. Mm-hmm. Like that they, like their channel made sci-fi stupid, mm-hmm. and then once they, the once somebody else took over for it, they're like, oh, see, like because sci-fi. Well, what's well, a sci-fi channel original movie? The worst thing. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, actually, what they are. Actually, yes. Uh, after Battlestar, that they they squandered all that attention. Battlestar Galactica got them. Yeah, I know. And then they just made garbage. Yeah. like they just kept making garbage. Which which I also. And, and hosting pro wrestling, like yep. we should, like I I like SmackDown <laughs> fine. I'll watch pro wrestling, but it shouldn't be on the Sci-Fi <laughs> Channel. It like, should be on MTV where it belongs, or the Nashville Network. Oh, yeah. the Nashville Network. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Twilight Zone marathon is always fun to just oh, switch so on. Yeah. It's a good, and, and as you get older your and you're at home for the holidays with your family, <laughs> it's a good family distraction, and it's something. It's a cross generational thing. I've yeah. found like mm-hmm. every. It played in the 60s and continued to yeah, play ever since, so everybody remembers it. Is there any other show on a major cable station that's black and white? Mm. I can't think of anything else. Maybe something on MeTV Maybe. late at night. I, mean, like, I Love Lucy probably airs somewhere. I, 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 I tried to look into that. I, got, I went in a huge wiki fucking loop when I was uh, couldn't sleep in mm. Washington, D.C. Mm. Oh, man. I, I have another show idea there. I don't want to ruin it. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, The Twilight Zone is fucking rad. Uh, I was just and I started reading about it and how like well, why did it stop because it seemed to be so popular and like apparently it was excruciating for the writers to have nothing pre-established it's an anthology show yeah. so every show has has a different cast uh, different story yeah. different premise recast Only- new story new mm-hmm. writers yeah it's like crazy it must suck yeah yeah but- and they I think they keep the most of the marathons they air which show do you think they air last mm, the la- uh, eye of the beholder um. No, which I did just watch. It's I. It, I think this is a, an old news story. It may change year to year, but it was Terra Twenty Thousand Feet with uh, William Shatner. Oh uh, yeah, that is a good topper. Yeah. Well, the nice the the Twilight Zone. You remember it so lightly that yeah. when it's a great thing to just flip on, like oh, I, I remember this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and then this guy comes mm-hmm. right. Ah, yeah. I, like, I love watching the. I think it's Time Enough at Last or whatever. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where it's like this guy did nothing wrong. It's just like the <laughs> universe is being a dick to him, and that's the, there's no moral. <laughs> just like oh shit happens, buddy. The scary door. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I did, I did get. I guess the, it's becoming controversial because there these reruns are still happening. But how old is the show? 50, 50 fucking years yeah. and like what? what's different about television now there's more commercials so well, not a man true. smoking is the first thing you see but yeah mm-hmm. oh but oh, wow. no you're right because it yeah it those things are like probably like 27 minutes yeah. long or something yeah, yeah. like it, like 29 29 and a half minutes not a lot of commercial spots wow. on older television so the people who care the most the mm-hmm. purists uh, are upset continually upset by what gets edited out as they're I'm watching this show I love and this scene is <laughs> and, uh, and I just found a quote from Rod Serling about commercials that I wanted to read in a bad Serling impression. All right. Because uh, I, I love that guy can say some of like, the cruelest, most concise things about television. <laughs> read some Rod Serling, is all I'm saying. How in God's name can you sustain a theatrical mood when every 12 minutes the thrust of the drama is stopped and onto the screen gallop 12 dancing ra- rabbits with toilet paper? <laughs> I wonder how you feel about uh, hashtags appearing on the uh, screen now. Oh, wow. Like, tweet about the show. Here's, here's something to tweet. Tweet right now. Drive him crazy. Hashtag vomit. <laughs> it's like broken glasses. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, they're cheap twists. Like the the in the worst cases, the Twilight Zone is just like, oh, this is a cheap twist you see coming a mile away. Just because like they popularize so much. Like when a guy's given a watch that can stop time, yes. 
you can e- you can immediately call like, well, he's gonna break the watch. He's stuck in time forever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a car that breaks down in the future. But well, then, woman gets surgery, and it turns out she uh, everyone else has a pig face. <laughs> <laughs> I just I was watching one on a one of the beautiful Virgin Atlantic flights with that has like an entire satellite oh, uh, nice. tele- range of television stations beamed in, and it was I don't remember what the episode was. But it's a guy comes home and pissed off, and his wife's giving him lip. So he punches the dame, and she falls backwards out of a window and dies. And, oh my god, what have I done? And so I forget what the mechanism is, but he has to relive that event. <laughs> so I'm on a plane broadcasting, like, there's children behind me of this woman getting punched in the face wow. and killed over and over again. It's, like, it's a classic, come on. <laughs> it's a classic, kid. You love it. He learns his lesson at the end. I, uh, yeah, my experience watching it uh, the last couple times was seeing episodes I hadn't seen before, and then go, and then realizing, well, that's that that's that Halloween Simpsons one. Oh, yeah. That's this Treehouse of Horrors. Like the there's one where a little girl walks through a wall into another dimension. I'm like, that's <laughs> wow. Homer mm-hmm. three was that one. Like same with the the other one. Uh, oh yeah, the, the clock breaking one too. Mm-hmm. Like that was that was a later like, Treehouse of Horror. I, I wish they'd still do that because whenever I tune in now, it's like here's our Transformers parody on the Halloween yeah. episode. Like yeah. I thought the Halloween huh? special this year was great. I didn't yeah. see it. No, was, there's was... still like a do- yeah. There's still got to be like at least a dozen Twilight Zones they haven't parodied. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's probably the thing they've done the most. Uh, it's a good thing Bart did that. Twilight Zone yeah. reference. The ball is turning into a fat <laughs> ball man. land. There's a gremlin on the side of the bus. I, I just loved I think Simpsons was the first show I heard use the word boner. <laughs> oh, yeah. Back in the boner land. But a light miss Edna Krabappel. Um, here's something else I loved. Um, and... I, I know. I, I feel like such an old man talking about this, but whatever. These shows were all fucking well, this, canceled before I was born. This makes me feel. I pitch this too because it's like the idea of a marathon on TV I, feels old to me now. I think it does because, like, I never turn to these stations anymore. These stations being E and MTV, mm-hmm. but every weekend is a marathon of their biggest show. Yeah. Every weekend, yeah. and I, I think that's. I don't think I ever watched an, a Road Rules when it aired. I was just oh, it was a right. lazy Sunday, and they just play them all in a row. Or real world, or the I, real world world rules challenge. You know what? I really want to. I haven't done that yet. I've been meaning to. Let's watch the real world San Francisco season and see what we can point I out. Try to like it's on. Hulu. Is it really? Yeah, I tried, and it's just like it was really boring back then. <laughs> like I, I they don't that. have any like they don't have any objective. There's they don't no have contrived to, like, bullshit. Get a job. They or, don't oh, depict like, anyone naked or having sex. They kind yeah. of let them do that. By themselves yeah. or off camera. Well, they didn't. They didn't. They weren't casting the real world with people that had watched the real world. Mm. Yeah. Like it became this like continuing cycle of like, well, I'm on the real world, so I have to get in the hot tub in the first episode. Yeah. This is our first night, and everybody gets in the hot tub, so let's fuck. Like, yeah, it's like I can get my own reality show after this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also, like back then, it like everyone on the cast had basically a job or a career in mind that like they I want to be a cartoonist yeah and and it was like it was following them yeah trying like, to t- trying to achieve their dreams and now the, the, every season now it's like well i want to be on real world and now <laughs> I, then i want to be on the challenge I and about, i want to just keep them doing that and i want to drink have and have sex somewhere on pedro's mora avenue oh really yeah. and yeah i thought I, th- I thought i remember that being a news story because he died while the season was still yeah that's true. still airing yeah. and what it what are you what are you into <laughs> fucking booze and partying what are you Promoting AIDS and AIDS research. That's what I. 
There's mm. never been a cast member in the real world who had a fucking cause. I walked uh, by uh, Puck Avenue on the way over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty and, dirty. Uh, yeah. if, if you're it's indulging, all the peanut butter has a finger scooped out of if it. If you're <laughs> indulging this nostalgia, my dad was watching that show with me. I'm like, well, why does everybody hate him so much to kick him out of the house? And my dad's like, he's a junkie. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and when I watch it now, I was like, you might... Jesus Christ, Dad! That was really cool of you to pick up on. That might be the case. But that is that's how I got into the real world because mm-hmm. it was just lazy viewing yes. on a yeah. Saturday. Like, or they uh, that was every weekend. Like they do that with Beavis and Butthead. They do that with Daria. Oh, they do shit. that with every. That's cartoon. right. Dave brought that up. What, uh, what the what that was called? Uh, Beavis and Butthead Moronathon. Love it. That's what I was thinking of immediately. <laughs> And what what happened? There was a resurrection of Beavis and they had a new season yes. twelve years later, and then it nothing? was really good. I liked it. Was it? Yeah, like Mike Judge could still do the voices. He didn't sound old. And wow. the uh, I didn't like the the videos they watched because they were watching like MTV reality shows. Yeah. But um, the cartoons were still really funny. Yeah, really. Oh, here, here we and go. it was weird to hear Mr. Anderson not as Hank Hill. She's a penal. Can we say butt wipe? He said, Master. Can you say Maranathon? Are you threatening me? <laughs> you will give me TV. <laughs> Log on to MTV this Saturday at 10 for five solid hours of Beavis and Butthead. She said, Member. They'll be talking about it for weeks. <laughs> he said, Log. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's why he said log on to MTV. Yeah. I'm like, that makes no sense. Oh, God. He had to set it up for a pitch. That, yeah. that, is, a, that, that is a very bizarre corner of my nostalgia, Beavis and Butthead. I thought it was uh, the angel of comedy that came down just to blow me. I thought it was, I thought it was <laughs> yeah. the most beautiful, funniest thing in the universe. All my friends did, and I've never once revisited it, oh, ever. Oh, really? It's, yeah. still, it's still really funny. Like, it? I feel like those characters are trapped in time Yeah, um, because they are just like the weird stoner thing. I'm sure it still yeah. happens, but they're, the stoners are different now. They've evolved. Yeah. Uh, not stoner, but uh, metalheads or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think they were smart enough to know where to find drugs or even find beer. <laughs> yes, I but, believe uh, there's several episodes about yeah. that. The new the new ones are really funny. I, I recommend you track wow. them down. Um, I like, think they're on Hulu, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 It's really weird to see because they're like, it looks just as ugly as it always did, but <laughs> in beautiful widescreen and yeah. high definition. That's but, one of those. Sorry. Oh, sorry. No, no, it, no, it's no. one of those shows where they really screwed the pooch when it comes to DVD. It's like all out of order. Yes. Yeah. And like Judge like made cuts to a lot of them because yeah. he didn't like the way they when they had worked. no music videos and they didn't have music videos. Yes. Those, Which those is videos. is that a good thing or a bad thing? I. I Those have to imagine, I, at the time, I wasn't terribly into them, but yeah. I know they, they had some solid laughs. But now, holy shit, I would love to see a fucking Spin Doctors video with Beavis and Butthead yeah. talking about but it. I love, the, I love the commercial breaks. Like, the break for each commercial yeah. where you'd be like, when we come back, Beavis and Butthead learn the real meaning of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That was part of a a weird trend, Beeps and Butthead, of characters watching things. You watching characters watch things in the 90s? Because I think it was like baby boomers grew up doing nothing but watching TV. So it's like Mystery Science Theater, Dream On, anyone? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No one remembers that (laughs) show. I I think that show is great. I think Brian Benben is is one of (laughs) the biggest waste of comic talent. That he never did anything. His else name than that. is funny. Yeah, his, his name, name is, is hilarious. <laughs> and when you had no internet porn, it was. Oh my oh, god! Yeah. What, is Martin Tupper going to touch a booby in this episode? He is. <laughs> it's good. There was like at least one guaranteed set of boobs. I, I the hottest thing but I remember edited out. Uh, oh yeah, Comedy Central replays. Uh, hottest thing I remember that happened on that show: a woman in a restaurant starts spreading butter on his hand to give him a hand job in a restaurant. I'm like, that is the hottest thing I've ever jerked to and I'm thinking like that would be so if a woman did that I would walk away no you're not putting butter on my dick it's a restaurant I have a reputation <laughs> this is a nice place for nice people yes uh, 
Let's talk about a couple more when we get back. I, I'm, I'm going to bring up a re- really personal one. I have no idea why it's such a fond recollection for me. Find out what that is and more after this break. Everybody, your pal Chris here. Hi, everybody. I, you're hearing me right now. I am from Japan. I hate recording these things early because these should be like the most dynamic things uh, that we do. Uh, sadly, I'll be there for a little while. I'm, I don't. I don't know. I'm not even sure what day I'll be back, given how long the flights take. I will be on a plane to get there for two days, essentially. If you've been, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but yes, I want to thank you guys for listening. Hope you're liking this little marathon show. Uh, I think you should all follow Bob Servo on Twitter. Tell Bob Mackey how awesome he is. I love that he's stopping by a little more. I believe he was on last week's Video Game Apocalypse. Um, yeah, I believe he was. And uh, he's also on a show called Retronauts, which I love listening to. I love going on. I definitely recommend it. A um, little bit of plugs for us. Like, we, of course, we want to ask. It's after Black Friday. Do your Amazon shopping through us. We have suggested things on the right-hand sidebar of the page. Just clicking those, entering into Amazon. You don't have to buy that thing, but just anything you buy in that visit. We'll give it a, like a five percent commission on whatever you buy. It costs you nothing. You get the lowest price on anything on the internet just by using Amazon. You know you like it. Thank you very much. And on that sense, I believe I am putting up an article I wrote a little, uh, an updated article I wrote a while back about a guide to a Blu-ray cartoon Christmas special. So that should be up on LazerTimePodcast.com. In addition to many other articles, including other podcasts this week, I know Video Game Apocalypse will have a, a very special episode this week, and I know they'll have a next week. Um, and I believe so will we. Again, I'm in Japan for a while. But yeah, I just want to thank you guys again. Please tell a friend your homework assignment. How about this? During the break, uh, tweet your favorite episode with the hashtag LazerTime. I will give one of you uh, a $20 Amazon gift card upon my return. Just for... I, I, I want to encourage you guys to share things with a friend, but, you know, I don't think many people do. So, uh, yeah, one more... We, it, would be, it would be awesome to get the word out to more people. I mean, that's all any entertainer really wants. Is it shut up? I'll shut up. I'll shut up. I'll shut up. Let's go. Good night, everybody. Play it's a time, second segment. All aboard. Hello, I'm Mr. Red. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one can talk to a horse, of course. There I am sorry. I feel like I feel like I'm the only person in your life, listeners, who has talked about Mr. Ed this much. But that's what we're coming in with. <laughs> I, I have a stupid affection for that show, and I sent. I think I believe I sent it to sent it to you, Henry. It was just this like huge collection of Nick at Night bumpers, mm-hmm. and they're fucking hysterical. But so much work. In, there was, I think that was their only outlet for original thought. Yeah, like, all it was was just. <laughs> Old things surrounding them, like the mustiest old shit when they started Nick at Night. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was reading somewhere that like the head of the network like fucking hated it, mm-hmm. fucking hated it, and like. But the cool thing I thought they do, and everybody should do this, um, whenever they lost the rights to a show, we're letting the rights lap, we're going to stop airing something. They did a huge marathon, and my favorite, like I just don't remember like other than Adult Swim. It, it, like it paved the way for Adult Swim, like a, a network being completely transparent, mm, and they yeah. called it they called it Au Revoir, Mr. Ed, and like ah. yeah, say goodbye to Mr. Ed because he's going away what after the, tonight. The, the uh, Family Channel, sorry, the Family Channel <laughs> scoop him up and uh... Uh, 
You know, I found a weird channel when we were house sitting. It was in 1080. I saw the computer wore tennis shoes in 1080p. I'm like, what the fuck channel would would play this awful movie that I love and remaster it? It shouldn't be. It, yeah, this shouldn't be. What? And it's it was the Brigham Young Network, mm. the the Mormon <laughs> College Network that I'm watching in a San Francisco apartment. Weird. Yes, uh, yes. The Brigham. Uh, I'm gonna. I gotta watch more of that. More California medicine. More and more. But here's a Mr. Ed promo for Au Revoir, Mr. Ed. I think it's fucking hysterical. Watching Au Revoir, Mr. Ed. Your last chance to see Ed dry. Ed, sir. Ed say. Nourish column. Stay tuned as Au Revoir, Mr. Ed continues on. <laughs> I think that's fucking hysterical. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just all those little clips. They had to they they put clips of him clips. driving, yeah. but him just, just one word. Nourish colony. Like, that's... <laughs> Jesus Christ. If, if you watch this... You can probably, with a little bit of pot, disappear into a YouTube collection of Nick at Night promos because I love. I didn't. I had no affection for them until researching this, and they're hilarious. Yeah, well, I I see on YouTube they just have like hour long clips. Of like here's mm-hmm. here's a bunch of just internal promos they had on Nickelodeon yeah. back in 1984. I think was I talking to you about that? You or Bob about the Looney Tunes promos they were airing? Looney Tunes and Nickelodeon, and then like. We got more bugs and say goodbye to Bosco. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Bosco. Bosco. Fuck off, Bosco. <laughs> Get out of here. They were Bosco did suck. Like, he did he suck. Was, yeah, yeah. I. That's how Nick at Night really filled in my pop culture knowledge as a kid growing up because I could watch these shows from mm-hmm. the '60s, '70s, and '80s. That I they would don't be replay if I would have liked Mystery Science Theater 3000 as much. Had I because not. you needed that background. Yeah. Like, though even when they make CPO Sharky jokes, you didn't know. Or Mayberry RFD. Like, <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> one, those, they were making jokes about shows that weren't good enough to be on Nick at Night. Wow. Or but, Sheriff Lobo. I have not seen Sheriff a frame Lobo. of Sheriff Lobo. I just know it's funny. I've yeah. seen the intro several times. It's mm-hmm. fucking great. Who's that? Claude, Claude Rains? So there, there were a couple oh, of marathons. I, there were a couple of marathons I really got into on Nick at Night. But the big one for me was the Mary Tyler Moore show. Like, really? They, they but they they marathoned it not completely but they're like here are the top ten episodes from each season seven nights in a row mm. and so I got to see all these like super famous episodes that you uh, read about in TV Guide that's <laughs> like this all these sentences make me feel so old <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> the, just the list that in this publication the list of the best Mary Tyler Moore episodes mm-hmm. I then wanted to watch them myself and they were and so. It was just it was cool to watch it and knowing that Mary Tyler Moore was like such a respected show that I really I did I did get into it. Like and I I've been watching like New Heart and stuff. Like the I, I was a big Simpsons fan, but I still watch like crappy sitcoms yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Like and which Mary Tyler Moore is not. Like it is not a crappy sitcom. It is it is of a style that is not that is old fashioned these days. Right. But but it's it's a fun show. And I think I did the same with uh, with Happy Days. And uh, what other man, the Nick at Night ones? I uh, oh yeah, it was uh, WKRP in Cincinnati. I did that too. Oh, and I watched. They're, they're finally like landed ninety percent of the music rights and are releasing that on a huge, mega expensive DVD set. Oh, that's awesome! Somebody's got to care. I heard it's a yeah. good show, but it's just like uh, I don't feel like they're ever going to make money on that. I would, no. well, I think that's what Shout Factory does. Cause they did it for the Wonder Years too. Yeah, that's right. And, and, and Freaks and Geeks. So, I, but remember that set was like thirteen episodes for a hundred dollars because they. Landed all the rights, yeah. and I think the Wonder Years is like that too. That fucking Batman Blu-ray set—it's like I no longer have the kind of job that can 
<laughs> Here's something I'll probably watch 80 minutes of and get <laughs> it's $200. Uh, what do they have to clear for the Batman? Batman was made by ABC. Let me let me get into okay. it. So, okay. it aired on ABC, it aired on ABC produced by Fox, mm-hmm. licensed from Warner or licensed from DC Comic or mm-hmm. National Publishing. Mm-hmm. National Publishing DC Comics purchased by Warner, not friends with Fox. Fox mm-hmm. has the rights to broadcast the Batman TV show. Mm-hmm. DC is like they don't make much money off of it and also the campy Batman has been the bane of DC's existence for such a long time no pun intended but (laughs) that they like they made Batman super duper dark just to go like it's not Adam West quit saying Adam West so here they have a show that they don't make money off of that would just make money for Fox Mm -hmm. and that they're embarrassed by so they just blocked the the release on a, on official media. Oh, weird! Okay. They, it can be syndicated that. all the time. That's how we grew up seeing it because it yeah, was syndicated so, like, on all these those networks. Those fucking contracts allow it to be aired on regular television forever, but mm-hmm. can't be anywhere else. And like DC just won the rights back, right? Well, no, I think they just finally made the deal. Like they're mm. just like, you know what? We'll do it. Maybe they realized people. I thought it was the other the, way around. I, th- I thought it was finally like this is undisputably DC's and not yours. I they, think I think it's still a co-production. I'm gonna mm. I'm gonna double check this, but like I think, but they've never been able to make merchandise for the uh, for the show, and they've never been able to bring it out on DVD. Also, what causes a conflict? Did you ever watch the Batman TV show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the wall climbing sequence were all cameos. Yeah, so it's like Hogan's a, Heroes yeah, is coming by the Adams family. Yeah. Right? So like that also presents a huge issue, like legal issue mm-hmm. that I think they had to overcome. They kind of cut those out of like reruns and stuff too. It's it's colloquially name. It's colloquially known as Batman sixty six. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, even though it's just Batman. And and they made, they just they got the rights back somehow. So there's merchandise. There's also a digital comic that's great. That is the 1966 Batman. Like, the Cesar Romero with a visible mustache beneath the, uh, oh God, yeah. the white makeup. The action figure even has, like, his fucking poorly hidden mustache. <laughs> I think in 1080p, that show would just be haunting to watch oh with, like, God. the cheap Ugh. sets. And if you put on the weird video smoothing, it looked like a snuff film was about to break out <laughs> on the Batman set. Like, oh, oh God, it's, this scene of the Joker surfing is terrifying. So it's even more complicated. Apparently there was the... William Dozier's Greenway Productions made it with Fox mm-hmm. in 64 made to the deal and then they came into agreement with ABC to make it so like a triple split like these three companies involved almost from the outset there is some speculation that these rights are tangled even before the DC character ownership had to be considered mm-hmm. like so yeah it's pretty crazy that they had all this shit they had to deal with but uh I was telling, and I was telling Blobby, I think, the, uh, last week about you don't have FX, FXX now. What is it? FXX? FXX, yeah. F double X. Jesus Christ. What a dumb fucking move from FX. Let's anyway. take our most popular stuff and put it on a different channel. I put it on a channel it. that everybody used to recognize as the Fox Soccer Network. And <laughs> what? Okay. It's on channel 401 for. For us, sweet lord, which I think is ridiculous. I feel bad for always saying. And, I, and whenever I go back to my parents' house and I'm using their remote, I'm like, why the fuck are they still using channels? Just let me type in like yeah. FX mm-hmm. autofill. Thank you. Uh, anyway, but, yeah, you know how infuriating that is. You open up the preview guide and there's a thousand channels and you're trying to find one. Yeah. Scroll, scroll, scroll. I, I should stop. I don't. I don't care that much about right. that. I, but uh, the Simpsons stuff on FX now, like. The marathon proved so successful. That's four nights a week. That's all their primetime programming is. Like oh, wow. six hours of The Simpsons. Mm. And what was, what's cool about it is that, man, they're really playing up like The Simpsons nerd angle. And like, this Monday, uh, all episodes where Bart gets a job. 
And it's like, and, and it's like that's so fucking clever. And then like, which one are we gonna see? Oh shit, he's working for Krusty. He's working for the mob. They're like DJs, they can just remix yeah, it. Like, Spend it on penny whistles and moon. Uh, um, I think the Homer gets a job. Episodes could be their own like five day marathon. <laughs> yes, yes, that it could. Oh boy, that yeah. Um, Simpsons go to blank. Yeah. <laughs> what was the first one? Was it when he was the uh, the Homer? What, he was the minor league baseball one. Was that his first um, new job? I think it was Colonel Homer when he was the um, no, the think, manager of Thoroughly Lumpkin. I think maybe. The, Capital City one predates that. Oh, okay, a bit. yeah, you're right. That's season two. Mm-hmm. And also of the marathons, like I, I, I watched Soap. That was a big one for me. Like, the, you said that to me. I'm like, is that Universal? What the fuck? Where would so you nobody soap? watched Soap. I get it. It's it's a very gay show. Like I get that. It's, <laughs> well, I mean, it was it, in that way. I mean that it was campy and that it has strong female characters in it, and it was written by a woman who would go on to create Golden Girls. And it was pioneering, and then it had the first ever, like... Hated this music. This meant, oh, fuck, Mystery Science Theater 2000 is over. I really like... So Soap was a parody of a soap opera with a rich family and a working class family and, like, all this intercut stuff. It was was a really great, like, episodic thing. To watch in a marathon, a marathon of a soap opera, like, though it wasn't... Every day a week, there was twenty-four episode seasons, but it had great mm-hmm. comedic actors on it. They Billy cast Crystal. him well, and Billy Crystal is like actually the worst part of it now. Really, uh-huh. he played a gay guy. Yeah, he? he was he was groundbreaking in that he was a gay character, but he never he had one boyfriend mm-hmm. in the first season who was ashamed to be with him, who broke up with him, and then. They kept finding reasons for him to have sex with women. Like, the, like, <laughs> like they had all Weird. these relationships uh, with women. And I was like, man, fuck this. Like, that is even, one bad gay. One se- <laughs> well, yeah, one season he like lived with a lesbian. And then they just ended up having sex. And like, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. And, and the last, and then by the, so you get to see the show. So watching it in a marathon on Comedy Central. Yeah. Number one, I got to watch with my mom. And that my mom loved that show. Like, mm. she was the one who told me, start watching soap. And so I was watching it. <laughs> over the whole uh, Christmas break and like was staying up till four in the morning I'm like mm-hmm. I, I can't go to sleep a story events will happen and when I wake up I won't know what's going on mm-hmm. and and I got to see it get increasingly crazier and mm-hmm. crazier till the last season like one of the main women on the show who mm-hmm. started out as a is a daffy socialite mm-hmm. she was married to a third world like uh uh Sandinista type dude. Jesus Christ! Like, I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> Soap is a great show. I, Soap, I'll stop talking. I liked it when I saw it. Is there? Are there any other marathons? Like, SNL. Who does that SNL marathon? Well, Comedy Central did when we were. Oh yeah, yeah. Every Christmas, um, uh, it was I the New Year's. It was New Year's it. marathon. Uh, it still happens on some other channel. Uh, whatever have. channel took it. It's so it e made me so it. sad that E took it. And like it, of course, nobody watched. We should. It's, like, it's TV Land. Apparently, this Labor Day was an uh, SNL marathon. Weird. 24 hours. Now it just feels, yeah. The, I mean, when Comedy Central had the marathons, like, I would only want to watch either pre 1980 mm-hmm. or post 86. Any, yeah. But yeah. but Comedy Central would always air the awful oh, years. It's I, the Ebersol years. They paid for them. They paid yeah. for them, so they got to yeah. air them. But, they like, did. They're unwatchable. Julia Louise Dreyfus. <laughs> uh, they're just so. Every time awful. I see American and uh, a marathon of SNL, all I want to hear Don Pardo say, "Musical guest, no one. <laughs> <laughs> just comedy." Yeah. yeah. Fuck. I was always so angry though. Like the what what no, regardless of whatever season they were showing, mm-hmm. 
it would only it would be an hour long, mm-hmm. so there would be skits that were cut. Yes. But they would oh, I think they always left the musical guest in. Yes. Don't they do that on Netflix too? They leave the music in, but then they also cut things out in a yeah. medium where you don't need to cut anything out. <laughs> well, I think a lot of it has to do with music rights. Like even now, yeah, when they, when they are over in sketches and stuff. Yeah, yeah, if they have. Yeah. yeah, there's a, there's one sketch that's about a song, and that's it's wasn't yeah. cleared for Hulu or mm-hmm. streaming. You can you can only watch it illegally. God. It's yeah. ridiculous. Well, that's I I mean I've seen DVDs where they go like, <clears throat> we had to cut this song, mm-hmm. or you wouldn't you wouldn't have Daria if we kept in all the music. So that reminds me uh, on the Mission Hill DVDs, like an entire joke doesn't make any sense because everyone yeah. is singing "Everybody Hurts," really? and it's a parody right. of that video, but. What's playing underneath it is nothing. Is like it's either nothing or something that's completely different. Just was like, it originally Everybody Hurts? It was, yeah. And in fact, oh, all the characters TV. are still singing it, mm. but you don't hear any music. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The, the state DVDs are like they're Dude, their best I was worst thing. Just gonna say that because the biggest tragedy of that is the Barry, the original Barry and Levon. Yeah, they they like redubbed the skit. It, it sounds. It looks t- and they, sounds so somebody weird. like opened up that audio file and did their best to scrub all the Marvin Gaye off of it, and it sounds awful. I think yeah. It sounds. No, it sounds like what they did was like they just re like they no, it. They you think? Because, because part of it is like that a sketch that they were doing on location yeah. in editing probably is a little easier to take the music out of. But this was the music was playing live to a yeah. to an audience. So, it, su- it sucks to know all this legal behind the scenes stuff does, yeah. about these shows now. Just like why can't I just have this thing that I had when I was a kid? It's like. Well, because the litigious nature of society is just, <laughs> you can't, you just can't say. They didn't sign four contracts they could have in 1993 because mm-hmm. they never thought anyone would want to buy this on a, on a VHS tape. So why would they? <laughs> like, same with Viva Variety. Like, I bet you'll oh, never yeah. see it because, like, they had all these guest musicians yeah. who never probably signed no contract you, deals. Did you say you saw Robin Williams at Viva Variety Live? At the, yeah. At That's the, a big of a comedy fan that dude was. I went, to the fi- I went to the Viva Variety reunion show, which was amazing. <laughs> and, like, it was something they never have a reunion for. And even, like, uh, Tom Lennon seemed to, he kind of just broke character and said, like, thank you for coming to remember a thing nobody remembers. Like, they had, like, is, three seasons, though? Yeah. They had three seasons. The third one was kind of the crappiest one. It was still good, but, like, I think for money purposes, they filmed it as an actual live show in Las Vegas. Oh, like, wow, okay. So oh. when they were doing the state, they would still have, they would still have scenes, they'd have the mm-hmm. sketches, but if they did on stage stuff, it was always in front of a real audience in Las Vegas instead oh, wow. of on a huh. stage, with, instead of the sound stage, mm-hmm. which felt more legitimate to the the makeup of the variety, which was, that just got amorphous. I did as read a show an article that the variety show might be coming back. Because given live the entertainment, nature, the, the nature of it being live, and the the fact that like I think TV TV executives tripped over their own dicks trying to like demographic everything. It's like we don't know what the fuck we're doing, but if we just change the format every four seconds, like a variety show, mm-hmm. we can guarantee a certain amount of viewership because I mean, we'll hit all these demos. Talk shows are kind of just still variety shows. Yes, but they feel so fucking old. Yeah, yeah. And I, I keep saying, like, Chelsea Handler signed a deal with Netflix. Like, I don't think anybody would intentionally watch a talk show. If Conan yeah. does something, uh, does a winning thing, then it goes on the internet and we all enjoy eight and minutes. And we'll watch those eight minutes. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, uh, like, that, that's a problem with SNL, too. Nobody is going to fire up. Queue up in Netflix a celebrity interview. Yeah. Why would anybody do that? Uh, oh, so back to marathons. My though. mistake, yes. Um, there were also movie marathons they show on TV, yes. but of a singular movie like The Christmas Story. Yep. I, a marathon that happens every year on TNT. One of the things that makes me feel so old is that I can remember when they started doing that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, 
And it, it, it feels like it, it's been, I think it's been, at, it started around when I was 12, so it's been about about 20 years. Mm-hmm. About 20 years of Christmas Story every day, you think, right? It's like your favorite movie. Isn't yeah, it? it is. I mean, I, I've lost count of how many times I've seen it. And uh, I mean, it used to just be like one, like just about every single Christmas movie would mm-hmm. just be played everywhere. Yeah. Multiple times, and even as a fan of that of that movie, you would get sick of it by like the by Christmas week. So mm-hmm. I think like the uh, a Christmas story literally just airs on TBS for that twenty four hour block, and that yeah. that's it for the year. What year did it start? Um, think nineteen ninety seven. All right, never mind. Oh, really? it, was a little, huh? it was a little off. But yeah, like my sister's like hooked on it every year. And she's like, let's put it on now. I'm like, it's in the middle of the fucking movie and I'm not watching the movie yeah. in the middle. And it turns out that's just as satisfying. Yeah. I can yeah. tune in and out all day and see a couple scenes and be completely happy. Well, it's a bunch of vignettes that yeah. are just like stitched yeah. together. Yeah. So it's a, it's a good for that kind of thing. Yeah. it's and that's I always said like I was an early fan of that movie because, oh, so fucking old. In my elementary school, mm-hmm. we had one VHS VCR <laughs> that they'd wheel around whenever a teacher was hungover. And then, mm-hmm. and we had two VHSs like Ricky Ticky Tavi hmm. and A Christmas Story because I believe it was probably donated. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably donated to the mm. school, and that was like you know it's the it's the middle of fucking March. Christmas Story, pop well, it in. My yeah, we watched it all the time too, but it was taped off TV mm-hmm. with commercials. Like, and it was why would you need a VHS tape of it when it's on all the time? Like, well, when yeah, you ever feel it. like watching it, it was on all the time and. <clears throat> Uh, Cartoon Network tried to set up their well, they they made a tradition for a few years, but stopped. But they did every Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. They would show Iron Giant all day. The uh-huh. Iron Giant, which is like amazing. It is so great, and it exists. It it was put into production because Warner wanted to get in on the Disney stuff. Like mm-hmm. in the early nineties, they're like, Disney's getting all these Oscars. We should be making those movies. Then halfway through production, like this is expensive, and the first one wasn't, <laughs> and the first one wasn't popular. Cut the budget, and so then by the time Iron Giant's production was over, like Warner didn't give a shit. They're like, look, we'll put it out because legally we have to, but like we're not. We'll advertise as little as possible, and it'll be gone very soon. And and it just became a word of mouth like cult hit. And now that you know it's Brad Bird made it, like, and yeah. it, but it is it is like totally. A Miyazaki type film, like uh, in but Americana, like total Americana, takes place in the fifties. Like Kami, the Red Scare is all over <laughs> it. A po- the a po- uh, atomic sphere, and then the character of the Iron Giant, who is so he's all CG, but yet he's so expressive in it. It was not very a very toyetic movie for them. No, I know. Like you can see. They had too much creative freedom artistically, like Brad Bird could do too much. Like, like, that, but that movie is fucking glorious. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't do anything. The modern, it does everything animated comedy. It's fucking gorgeous. It's all brown. It's all autumn colors. Like, which I, every time I see a DreamWorks movie, it's, it's like it's like someone just vomited <laughs> a copy of Candy Crush Saga like all over the screen. And like I, I also know he took uh, Brad Bird like pilfered some of his. Some of the best Simpsons dudes. I think Rich Moore worked on it. Definitely Rich Moore, like yeah. one of them, and some others. But yeah, it was just a great. It's an amazing production. Like, and and it was just nice that Cartoon Network was finally trying to make it a tradition of like we own it. It's a Warner thing. We'll just let's just play it all day and instill in a generation of kids that this is an important, a great film. <laughs> Did I bring that up? Did you hear about what happened? Because it does, it does still air annually. The Thanksgiving episode of a Thanksgiving Charlie Brown episode. It's really good. 
It's a little mm-hmm. it's underrated. It's sandwiched right in between the two classics. Ah, uh, uh, the one where they all have popcorn. Yes, when they had the the shitty Thanksgiving. And what is the premise of the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special? Fuck. I know I've seen it, but um, there's nothing really iconic. That's that's the weird thing. Is there's no adults, so the kids end up throwing their own Thanksgiving feast, okay. and it's really shitty. And I remember uh, the problem making eggs or something. They didn't know how to make eggs. I don't no, know. no, no. You're thinking of the Easter, how, you're thinking of the Easter one okay. where <laughs> where Peppermint Pe- Patty is telling Mar uh, Marcy to boil eggs to, so they can paint them. But instead, she breaks the eggs and put them in there, and then and puts. She says, "Like, okay, put in two more eggs." Snap. So did did you hear what happened when they aired uh, the Great Pumpkin? It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown this year. No. Um, so as you know, with definitely on networks, they've the credits are now gone. The credits play super fast. Sometimes on on other networks, over the show, the next mm-hmm. show starting yeah. the end mm-hmm. credits. So they there's no credits to the Charlie Brown Chris, or Halloween special. It was followed by an episode of Scandal, and, <laughs> and so like the, someone has it on Vimeo. Like it, it was, a, it was you're not elected, Charlie Brown. They played that after the Great Pumpkin one to and, make it an hour long. And so Sally kicks the locker. And coming up next, an all new Scandal. Boom, fuck scene. It was yeah. it, within 20 seconds <laughs> wow. of Sally kicking the locker. There's a woman getting fucked on, wow. on, te- on television. And it was. Fucking hilarious! It really made me <laughs> laugh. But how did no? Really, nobody thought that that might cause a problem of any kind. I mean, because yeah, I remember no like, warning, not when even I was commercial. a kid, I didn't watch network primetime program. My parents would bring me in. I think, ah, she had love boats not on tonight. Watch this stupid Garfield thing. <laughs> <laughs> No. Uh, Garfield, uh, some of this bullshit's preempting it with a cartoon special for <laughs> dumb kids. Uh, are there any current marathons you guys get down on? I think I, I, I wanted to experience it the correct way. I'd never seen a James Bond movie until like five years ago. Uh, and does Spike still do that? Like a James Bond marathon? Oh, yeah. I think so. I, I think they... Uh, oh, man, they play the Star Wars. They play the shit yeah. out of Star Wars on Spike. They must have spent a lot of money... They play them just back to back to back to back, kind of every major holiday in America. And it's it's I, I meant to mention that up at the top, but it's weird. The, most of these marathons come about on holidays, and they're the result of laziness. They are. <laughs> they're the result of laziness. We're going to be out, and we're just going to put on a bunch of this crap because this is the one day we don't care enough about ratings to truly program oh, anything. Wow. When you said laziness, I was thinking the audience. But yeah, it's the production people. The production you people. Just yeah. hit start, and it, yeah. it just yeah. goes. Yeah, we've worked at websites, and we, some of us still do, and it's mm-hmm. just like, what is the holiday? Oh, rerun your best of, or, re, or put out this easy mm-hmm. article, or whatever. Yeah, and uh, and uh, I guess a recent one. I mean, we all were had our hearts warmed by mm. the turkey, the return of the Turkey oh, Day marathon last year. Yeah, yeah. I am 20, so depressed. I'm not going to be able to see it because, like, Joel. Uh, it was hosted by Joel. Like mm. Joel Hodgson came back to Mystery Science Theater, or like, I guess he'd been appearing in like promotional things or whatever. They'd interview him and stuff. But this was him advertising the newest set of. Mystery Science Theater stuff by hosting on on a YouTube stream, which nobody like, streams on YouTube. <laughs> four different episodes of the show, and then just in between, like, oh hey everybody, that's oh, a bad Joel. That's I'm a bad Joel too. <laughs> hey, the day. you know, I think you should really get this new DVD set. It's really good. I'm I'm looking at a list of marathons that aired last Thanksgiving because there's I could not find one for things mm-hmm. that aired mm-hmm. currently on Thanksgiving. Every network now is doing marathons. Wow! Um, during Thanksgiving, uh, which is really cool. But most TV shows are reality shows, so almost yeah. everything on cable is just uh. disgusting. A and E Barter Kings, <laughs> uh, ABC Family Harry Potter marathon. Okay. Kinda neat. That's kind of neat. AMC. This this does not sound like the AMC I know. Uh, Hitchcock marathon. 
Oh, Thanksgiving. Like, Alfred Hitchcock prevent, presents. Uh... Oh, I wish. But those are those are on Amazon Prime. I think they're okay. fucking great. They're great little um, Vertigo, Rear Window, Psycho, The Birds, and they also do a Walking Dead marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember AMC when they for the final episode of Breaking Bad mm-hmm. they. They marathon, marathon the whole thing yeah. up to the last <laughs> Bravo, The Real Housewives of Atlanta, <laughs> Comedy Central, Tosh.0. Oh. Yeah. And I don't hate the show. It just seems like, I don't want to fucking marathon that. It is yeah. something yeah. the most disposable thing yeah. ever. Like... It's uh, funny at it, and I and it's funny. I am we're on a podcast talking about marathons. And I'm making fun of his stuff being depo- <clears throat> being disposable. But eh. uh, guess what he's doing or did? Probably doing again. Oh, E. e? Well, yeah. I thought you said he. Yeah. E. I sorry, I didn't. E. I didn't pronounce the exclamation Total point. David Letterman reruns. What is, oh, what is miss... the highest rated show? <laughs> I miss those. I, David I watched Letterman. those. What is the highest I rated show on the Eat Network? Come on, this is how detached you are from like Hi- oh, Kardashian, the Kardashians, <laughs> those piles. Of, uh, <laughs> and then the best, the Food Network, Guy Fieri marathon. Nice. Uh, Guy. <laughs> well, because he's been on so many shows, like it's not even just dining drivers and dives. He's, Inexplicably uh, popular. I you know, no- I would watch. I'd watch the Kardashians before that. I think. I. Hmm. I had a coupon and made the mistake of ordering and eating Pizza Hut's bacon infused crust. Oh no! And I'm like, I this is disgusting. And I think I just ate uh, Pizza Hut's engagement ring to Guy Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of one marathon. It was the last one that I watched, and it was when I had access to cable. But it mm-hmm. ended before my access to cable ended. It was the King of the Hill marathon. Oh shit! On FX on, on FX. Thanksgiving. Yeah, and it was mm-hmm. great. They called it like King Size Thanksgiving or something. Oh, when they could, is... they should have called it Hanksgiving. Ooh, uh, come ooh, on, guys. Ooh, uh, but, uh, computers that I can't play a sound effect. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, TNT, did the Pirates of the Caribbean marathon. TBS did a Shrek marathon, um, <laughs> and Sci-Fi did a Star Trek <clears throat> movie marathon. That's fucking yeah. cool. Oh, I love the marathon of Law and Order when they did a Law and Order marathon on TNT. Like mm. those are the e- some of the easiest shows to just like keep watching. USA oh, did it God. last year with with uh, alongside uh, ooh and we the Women's Entertainment Network. This is the one I'll that be still watching. Exists. Roseanne, Roseanne, yes. Roseanne is the greatest Roseanne. show ever. The yeah. twist is it's only se- they're the final season. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <clears throat> Which is super surreal if you go back mm. and watch it. Uh, mm. It really is. I mean, There's just a write up about their mm. yeah, final so. season. Was that on Aprox? Was that the yeah, I think, I think so, yeah. yeah. And well, I just I happen to be like getting brunch because I get to do that on occasion thanks to no office to go into. And they were playing the Jerry Springer episode of Roseanne. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the absolutely fabulous episode. That was the one where I was like, this is Jump the Shark. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, that was because that was she was trying to get the American Yeah, they version just made. wanted to make it a show, mm-hmm. but. Just ha- I hate when they just like, oh, you're another character from the show, yeah. but we won't name you for legal reasons, but you'll just play the same person. Oh, one yeah. of the things I also remember that was, I'm try- there was a successful case of it, but I remember it happening with Arrested Development. Arrested Development was struggling to find an audience, so FX played the entire first season in a marathon. Hmm. So in hmm. hope in hopes before to find before season 2 started. Before season 2 started yep. in hope it like just one time it didn't air in, on like on a daily basis. It was just one time. I, th- I feel like that that had worked in a previously and I forget what, but whatever, I'm kind of tired of talking. Yeah. About <laughs> I was like uh, in my research for this which was uh, going to the Wikipedia page for TV marathons. Oh nice. Uh, I read I that didn't find it. um <clears throat> For the last episode of Jersey Shore, mm-hmm. uh, they replayed every episode of that in order. Oh my but God. that, that, I mean, that was probably awful, but uh, that reminded me of how 
you know, again, going back to the real world, mm-hmm. back in the day, right before they premiered a new season, mm-hmm. like the week before, they would marathon the old yeah. season. And that's like, that's usually how I watched it. Oh, I also remember they did a marathon where it was like, this is the last time we'll show this one. Like, yeah. It, dude, like the Texas season, I think it was. Yeah. Austin. It was yeah, Austin yeah. season, like, which is boring by today's oh, standards. Yeah. Like, also, my friend was on. What? Was he the cowboy? Uh, uh, Lacey. She was he was the sober one, um, uh, so the boring one. So she narrated everything, <laughs> and I only saw like two episodes. Um, and but, I followed my friend, but I haven't talked to her in years. But but she was she was on it so early that she probably didn't kiss a girl, another yeah. girl. I don't think no. She was she was there. Uh, her boyfriend at the time was my friend Ryan, who I will see when I go back mm-hmm. to Florida. Um, he was a guy in the wheelchair. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember. Yeah. That's my buddy Ryan. He'll probably be DJing when I go to a bar in, in Florida. <laughs> It's true, and uh, well, you'll yeah. hear all about that on our yearly uh, annual return podcast. Yeah, I love doing those. Yeah, so. me too. Because I, because I, I, once again, even with no job, I have to go back to Florida for like two straight weeks. And, <laughs> um, well, it's just a great like get in touch with the heartland of America type uh, thing. Like get outside of the San Francisco bubble and, no, just, and report back on all the Duck Dynasty merchandise. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but like after two days in my hometown, I'm like, I'm, I've done everything. Yeah. Everyone is gone yeah. and, there, and I just have to watch TV. And that's, yeah. that's what's and happening. with my tech support from my family. Yeah, that's yes. it. <laughs> my, my friends have either started having kids or begun fucking one another and creating rifts in the friend group, and now it, everything has to be delicately juggled. Shit. And people, certain people can't be certain places. Yeah. It sucks. Like and shit, Steve is just. Uh, he's in Hawaii, man. I don't even know if I'll see him. Dang. As a, he's like the eating a He did the greatest thing to me. I don't know if I reported it uh, because I was kind of ashamed to say it. He's like he was working at. He was he's a manager. At, he was a manager at a sandwich shop, and he just picks me up and. I hope he's not listening to this. Uh, and he's just like, oh, what, what, what are we going to do? He's like, I'll tell you what we're doing. I met these two girls at the sandwich shop, and they're like 18. And this is like last year. <laughs> and we're going over to their house. And, and, and I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to lie. This is probably going to be kind of weird. And it was. Uh, it was incredibly weird and awful. <clears throat> Some girl pretended to be violent. I didn't know she was pretending to be violent and like constantly trying to hit somebody and like they were constantly being separated and I'm I'm this 34 year old hanging out with these 18 year old girls and these gay dudes they immediately call out my jacket is fake leather god it was so embarrassing (laughs) they didn't like me I couldn't make them laugh it was awful awful. you were the oldest man in the world I was and there's a picture of me floating around with a top hat on that's that's from their apartment and the my my stupid way of trying to have fun. Does anybody want to talk about video games? All my other friends like to talk about video games. <laughs> well, Whenever uh, I'm in a room with very young people, and that, and that means people in their early 20s, I try to mm-hmm. think about which season of The Simpsons they were born. <laughs> and, and I was talking to some girl, and she, I was like, how old are you? She's like, I'm, I'm 23. And I'm like, oh, season five. Okay. <laughs> so I remember that time. You weren't cognizant enough to start watching until season 14. Ah, ah, shit. Ah, shit. <laughs> yeah, I've had that too. But, uh, okay, so what... Uh, well, we'll be in Tokyo, but... Mm-hmm. I do wonder, like, what marathons will anybody watch, or, or they'll just marathon something. What I end up marathoning are the portable games I've been neglecting, because mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. don't... I hate it. It's, like, my most ripe time for playing games, and I only one time did I... I'm bringing my Xbox. Fuck it. I'm <laughs> just going to bring my Xbox. No, I'm not doing that anymore. I'll probably play a, a Stranger's Wrath for <laughs> PS Vita. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, that's been in my to-do list. Tear away for, like, two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, play some That'll last you a few hours. Mm-hmm. A few hours. That's where I, the only time I played Guacamelee was sleeping in my sister's bed. 
My mom turned my room into her office, so I sleep <laughs> in my sister's bed. It's really Which awkward. Wait, so, but they kept your sister's room still? My sister, for her birthday one year, had to pay half of this like $3,000 bed. Oh. Um, and it's huge and immovable <clears throat> and probably can't fit through most doorways. And it's still <laughs> sitting there. So, like, the sister's room looks just like... And she still she, go, mm. she goes over there to eat, like, every day. So the room oh, yeah, looks exactly still, the same. Okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Still the uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas poster still on the wall. <laughs> there, is, there, is, there is shit like that. Mostly American Girl crap and uh, clamshell Disney VHSs. They are still in there. Anyway, I feel like I'm talking too much. Anyway, this has been laser time. We are in Japan right now. Hopefully we'll have some fun stuff to uh, show you once we get out of there. Um, we'll probably do a neat little Japanese podcast from there as well. Um, and I, uh, thanks to your donations, we picked up a GoPro camera, and we are going to be filming some stuff. Woo, thank yeah. you. Yeah, thank you very much. Arigato. Right? <laughs> yes. Oh, hey, our... Our Christmas commentary tracks on the, the I don't camp know camp. <laughs> oh um, yeah, the Christmas commentaries, uh, not Gremlins, but Batman and Home Alone. Mm-hmm. You can purchase if you want to watch a Christmas movie with mm. us. Who knows? Maybe there'll be more. Yeah. Oh, also, there's. Uh, are we doing plugs? Is this what plugs, baby. Okay, Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast I host every week. You should listen to it if you like that little chunk about Batman. That's mm. uh, that's a preview. Consider that a preview of what Cape Crisis is every week. Me and Chris host it. With lots of different people on it as guests. Indeed. Uh, cheap podcast. Uh, around this time, <clears throat> we will either. Up. Yeah, I'm really sad. Survivor <laughs> are you series. The show? Survivor series was disappointing. <laughs> this is airing in the future. Uh, oh shit! Are we even going to be here for then? Uh, probably not. Uh-oh. Yeah, it'll be a weird one. <laughs> uh, you, can, you can probably force Tyler into it. Yeah, you, Graham, and Tyler. He doesn't seem to be very selective <laughs> with what sports he watches. It's just kind of everything. <laughs> this is true. Oh, yes. terrible nerd. What up, Is Bob? it my turn? Oh, yeah. I, I co-host the Retronauts podcast. It's a mm-hmm. classic gaming podcast. We're starting our new season December 1st, and we have a new Patreon that is funding us, and that's patreon.com slash retronauts. But you can find us at retronauts.com or on iTunes. Please listen. So the big reveal is like mm-hmm. basically next week at this point. Pretty much, and Neat. Chris and Henry have been on some episodes. I'm sure they'll be on more yeah. by this time. I love that show. I am, I am so glad you guys are still doing it. Dave's been on one. Sorry, yeah, Dave. Yeah. I completely forgot the wrestling episode. Yep. I am honored to have been a part of that show. That is the kind of the first podcast I ever heard of. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Nice. You've been mm-hmm. around for a while. Yeah. Anyway, we've been Laser Time. Go to lasertimepodcast.com. Bunch of fun articles there. Weekly looks at geekery. Uh, a lot of it written and contributed by you guys. If there's a new movie trailer, we're going to write about it. Yeah. Uh, but that's not exciting at all. <laughs> Shit. Uh, that's exactly what we shouldn't be doing. No, a bunch of fun features. So go there. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, thank you very much, guys. Good night.